I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements. Featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. LMFM Sunday Sport. Your sport, your station. So, Dan, um, we'll reflect on the league campaign as a whole maybe shortly, but just yesterday, a brilliant day for Leeds and a comfortable enough win in the end, but it was nip and tuck there for a long time. What did you make of it? It, it was nip and tuck, David. It was it was a loud team that is now kind of winning by not playing overly well. They weren't at it last week against Wicklow, but they got the job done. And then yesterday felt the same. The first half, credit to Limerick. They were the better side for the opening, maybe for the opening 50 minutes, where they led 10-8. And then just all of a sudden, when the game was there to be won and opened up, they just pulled on the afterburners and, and, and blitzed them with that 1-4. Which is which is ironic because the exact same happened in that first win, which ignited this run, uh, where we hit them for seven points in a row. And the man who got the goal that day, Liam Jackson, got the goal again yesterday. So the RD man just loves playing against Limerick now at this stage. Yeah, and you talked about that game down down in Limerick, which I know uh, I think you were beside Colin that day, and it didn't sound like the, the easiest game in the world to broadcast from. <laughs> I think we lost him for a minute or two when he was trying to readjust because there was a hailstorm <laughs> and everything going on. But as you said there. And it was something I mentioned to, to Declan Byrne last week when we were when we were looking ahead to, to this final and looking back on the league campaign. There's a sort of steely resolve to Laos that hasn't always been there. And again, you know, I'm I'm not getting to see them that often, but I know from over the years listening to column and commentary, Laos could be flying in a game and then a goal might go in or a team might get a run of points against them and they just seem to collapse. But that hasn't happened this year at all. It's been the opposite, in fact. Is, is that something you've noticed with Laos since maybe oh, since the has come in? David, it's it's... I think I coined the phrase last week. The way we're playing is so unloud, like, you know, you come down the last minute or home stretch of a game, you just know they're going to win. The tight game against Antrim, where it was do or die, Mickey seems to focus the team and get them really playing without any nerves, without any reservations, to go out and get the job done in a fully focused manner, similar to yesterday. And then even you go right back to last year where they had to go down to Carlo to win, to get up that day. And, it's just that, it's like a rootlessness. It's like a clarity of mind. Everyone knows exactly what they're doing. And it just comes across as a real united team, real united bunch. And the fact that we've had to delve so deep into our panel as well mm. just shows that it's it's so well kind of structured down there with Gavin and Mickey, I suppose. Gavin, Devlin and Mickey. Yeah. And the way they work, they work the team in. Like lads come in off the bench. We've, we've, we've an injury panel, injury off the panel of about 10. So Mickey was probably right to carry that big panel of 40. When I say carry it, a lot of these fellas want to go down to Darver yeah. and train and just even get that experience. He, he actually had to cut players off the panel from last year as well. So in that sort of manner, lads are coming in, they know their role and it's, it's just 
so unloud. Like we we're, we don't panic. There's yeah. no sort of trepidation where, oh, we might mess this up. And even now when you look forward, and I know I can look forward to the championship now with kind of an optimism where there's no kind of like, oh, we might, we might find a sticky against Carlo. Mm. This team now has raised the levels and, and the standards are set. That they don't look like dipping. You know, yeah. they, they play, like even yesterday, didn't play overly well. But when the game was, was there to be won, they did it. And that's just the way they're playing there. And it's, it's, it's hard for me um, as a supporter for a lifetime to just see that sort of transformation because we're not used to it, you know. Yeah. yeah, it sounds like you're taking a little bit of time to process all, all of this the last few weeks. But just talk to me there about the panel. You mentioned the, the depth of it and that. And I was up at the O'Byrne Cup game between Loud and Dublin when, when Loud completely changed their team from the team they had out the previous day. And there was an awful lot of new faces in and a lot of lads making their debut. So, you know, you certainly couldn't accuse Mickey Hart of, of not scouring the county for talent. But have you been surprised by... And again, you're watching the games every week, I'm not. But have you been surprised by, you know, some of the lads that have come in and, and the way lads have performed? Because maybe you might have looked at it before the, before this league campaign and thought they were a little bit light in terms of depth on the panel. But have you been surprised by how lads have, have adjusted to inter-county football? Um, not, not, even that, not even so much that, David. It's more the fact that he's adapted players and, and he's, he's kind of moulded them into exactly what Mickey has wanted. Hmm. Like yesterday was kind of a crescendo of that in the way we won the game that counter-attack and that swift attack, that move and transition, and obviously Liam had to make that finish. But he used nine, or 29 players throughout the whole league, mm. you know, and we've, we've had 10 missing. And it's not, it's not a case of, all oh, these are just periphery players. We've, we've lost our number one uh, centre-back from last season, Anthony Williams, from the very start of the year. We knew that. So we had to adapt. We lost our full-back mid-season. But kind of, he, he did get back in for the second game, but then he was gone for the rest of the campaign, Dermot Campbell. Mm. So that's two dreadnoughts men missing. Kieran Keane was a massive player last year. And then Ryan Bournes was for injured for yesterday. And then Conor Grimes was missing for the last couple of games and made it back onto the bench for, for yesterday as well. So it just shows that depth. And then you're talking about players coming in. Uh, Craig Lennon has really surprised people. Like in terms of the way he just goes about his business, he's like he's playing like a veteran this past couple of seasons, just goes about his work. He goes off injured yesterday, in comes Tom Jackson. And these are the sort of players that Mickey are, are go, is going after. They're brash, they're young, they're athletic and they're full of pace, David. And like some players now maybe in the championship, because Mickey did, or even in the league coming up now in the next couple of weeks, Mickey and Gavin were very present at the championship matches, you know, mm. and they did pick players on that and a certain style of player they're looking for. And they brought pace in. Now, it did take a couple of games to get that kind of structure and that team in place because the first two games, <laughs> you're, you're, after you lose to Leash, the opening day out and Longford, he had to change his whole team around and, and tweak it. Yeah. And that's one thing that's, that Mickey is really brilliant at, tweaking his team. You know, he, yeah. he, he, by the end of the league campaign, like we're perfected even in the subs he's bringing in like I think only uh, from that first game against Leash only eight players have played uh, only eight players that played against Leash played against Limerick yesterday and only four have retained their place their, their exact same position so that tells you the, the shift and the kind of the tinkering that's going on um, behind the scenes with, with Mickey but it's yeah. just it's brilliant and even the master stroke yesterday of bringing Kieran Bourne into the starting lineup, like Kieran Bourne has been our third top scorer, yeah. he's been hugely influential in carrying us over the line off the bench in this impact sub role. He's actually nearly playing a two well, the Mock this man 
that he kind of thought, hey, he's not going to start now because he's so he's so influential and so effective. But um, maybe that's why Mickey is the, the man at the helm and not the likes of myself. <laughs> he brings him in yesterday, the man for the big occasion. And truth be told, um, we, we did struggle creativity, like getting points. And, and when you look at uh, Kieran getting four points on the day, it was massive. Yeah, and it was something we talked about again last, last week with Declan where we talked about Casey's impact off the bench and, and Decky was sort of saying, look, I'm not sure he's, he's altogether happy with that role, but he's happy to do it and, and do it for the team. But he got his reward yesterday yeah. for his patience. But you talked about it there and we were, we were touching on it last week again with Declan. I would love to know in the history of the National Football League if there's been any team that's lost their first game, drawn their second game and then gone, and, gone in a run of winning five matches to top the table and then won the final because... You wouldn't have given Loud a snowball's chance in hell of, of getting promoted after those first two matches. In fact, it was looking like a relegation battle at that stage. So it was a remarkable turnaround. It was nearer um, a relegation than a promotion after coming home from Longford. Um, but then, like retrospectively, it's nice to look back and, and see that point they picked up in Longford. Because mm, yeah. out, out of that born and embers, there was something there like we... like. The, uh, the the managerial kind of nous of Mickey to bring in James Calliff in goals for that second game mm. really paid off because if you go back, he intercepts that ball. He, well, he picks up that breaking ball and sets up the, the final point, the equalising point for Sam, that, that free. You know, if he wasn't there, if he wasn't an outfield player, if he wasn't that sort of mindset, um, and if he wasn't backed to come in, and do that. They wouldn't have picked up that point there because that was massive. Mickey actually said it after the game. It was significant. He said that point will be significant. And it more or less did kind of give them a little bit of a footing and a bit of a, a breather in terms of we actually have a point on the board and we can go from go forward from here. Mm. You go down to Limerick then, that hor- horrendous day. But they, the team probably bonded as a result down there. They, they, they spent the night, stayed down there. Um, the game was supposed to be in the two scaled grounds. It was called off last minute. It was put to the players. These want to refix or come back down again. There was a free weekend the following weekend, or do you want to go and play it today? And maybe it's because of Division Three and Division Four. Like it was like it was it was given that kind of compliance to go ahead and do it. Mm. But the team, it was put to the team, and the team decided on it. And they probably had to back themselves then. And even in that, they were they were, they were, they were struggling. They were well behind, looked out of it. Then the storm came and they just rattled off seven points in a row to finish. Uh, and from that point on, the confidence that these fellas have just instilled in themselves is just, it, it, it's even for myself to wrap my head around where it's come from. It's just pure momentum and pure confidence in lads. And also backed up by a bit of belief from the players themselves and a sheer uh, um, amount of fitness. Like this is a really, really highly conditioned team. We spoke about it coming out of uh, Crow Park yesterday. You're playing seven games in the league campaign, start of the season, um, in nine weeks. And looking at the two teams that played yesterday in the final, there was no surprise because they looked like the two best conditioned teams in in the in that uh, group. I must say, not the country because there's big games on today as well. <laughs> but um, yeah, so there's that conditioning body of work done behind them as well, and and it really showed throughout the whole campaign. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. 
Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements. Featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Just, um, you know, on a, on a broader point, obviously they got back-to-back promotions a few years ago under Colin Kelly and then that kind of fizzled away and they found themselves back in Division 4 very quickly. Yes, yes. Do you do you have any faith or confidence that this time around, when you look at the age profile of the players, the depth of the panel and everything else, and the fact that Mickey Hart, we, we, we believe, will stay until 2025, but do you have any kind of confidence now that this can be a real kind of strong foundation for Loud and that they'll be able to, it's going to be tough, obviously, next year in Division 2. We know Dublin are there, me, they're there, a few other really high-quality teams, so it's not going to be easy for them, but you have confidence now that Loud can, can build on this and that they can establish themselves as a Division 2 team and maybe stay there for a few years. I love the way you get you mentioned Mead in that uh, in that top category. Of well, I, I wasn't I wasn't necessarily <laughs> mentioning them in the top category. I was just mentioning the fact that, that they were there at least. Um, no, it, I, this is the sound by I kind of wanted coming into this uh, chat with you, David. Yesterday was a stepping stone victory mm. for Loud. And, and you mentioned the, the, the previous wins. Like, we we were, we went up under Colin Kelly, and that was a really that was a really good campaign as well. But the age profile of that team, and it kind of was the end of the line to get them up to Division Two. For a lot of those players, they stepped away retirement, and just the kind of the circle of that 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 loud setup kind of came to an end. But this looks like a real stepping stone victory. I, I mentioned during the week on the podcast that maybe this was going to mean a little bit more to Limerick. Because this this would have been a really kind of crowning moment for all the work they've put in this past couple of seasons, but for, but for me, for Loud, like it was it was it wasn't the do all be all and end all to to win silverware yesterday. Mm. It was kind of an acceleration of this development, and he's really done that in getting us up the leagues, and then looking at um, younger players there, like they they have been developed. The likes of Donald McKenney has come in. Even the way he's developed lads that were kind of on the periphery, he's, he re-energized the likes of Niall Shark at centre back. Mm-hmm. He didn't know whether Niall Shark was going to was going to cut it through other reins. Now he's made him. He actually was uh, corner back the opening game, then made him into a centre half for the rest of the campaign. He just flourished there. Tommy Doran as well couldn't get into the team at the start. He was he, at the very start of Mickey's reign. He came on as a sub against Antrim in the very first game in Haggerstown and then didn't feature after that. So you thought Tommy's gone, but it's just the way Mickey is pushing these players and Tommy's roared back and found the confidence and then become a real leader. And then Conan McKeever, he's like nearly like our, uh, Mickey's uh, lieutenant on the field. He's like the, the conscience. Like yesterday when the game was kind of going into the little bit of uh, the melting pot and the control was maybe slipping away slightly, it's Conan McKeever that takes the black card. 
he settles everything down and just are you are you are you um are you giving a bit of kudos for some cynical play here, Dan? Come on, I, I would be, Dan. yeah, <laughs> I would because I would have been at the hands of naivety, and I think um, we're, we're not a naive team anymore. Yeah, we're sure. very, we're very, uh, we're very much a team that that thinks, mm. like we think so, think our way through games, which wouldn't have been the case in the past, and and we're, we're very kind of, uh, I wouldn't say systematic, but we're we're, we're very well structured and mm. well set up. Like even that, the counter attacking we're going off now. Like we're not we're not a defensive team either. We we really like to attack from everywhere. You see Bevan Duffy yesterday pounding up the field from corner back or from full back even. And I think because of that, you see those players develop. It shows that it, it it's only going to get better with time and more players coming in. Like you wouldn't have seen those players necessarily in those roles, but Mickey has found a role for them. And he's not afraid to back him. Even John Clutterbuck as well from the Martins. Yeah. Like what would the best thing probably the best asset John Clutterbuck has is his leap. And he wouldn't be he wouldn't be, I wouldn't even say six foot, but he puts him in the middle of the field to get the best out of him. When other player when other managers wouldn't have done that, Mickey's um doesn't have that fear factor to, to back him to do it. And then because of that, it just accelerates and just kind of synergizes and let it just go on and, and it, it just shows that there's definitely um, potential and growth, regardless of the age profile, he's getting the maximum out of these players, and and there's more kind of scope for even further development as well. Sure, sure. And finally, then you know, again, we always talk about momentum, and it's been the word that's been used a lot in relation to this Slough team, and and rightly so. Carrying that momentum into the championship um, is obviously a key thing. How hopeful are you now of a of a good run at Leinster? Obviously, you know, we know Dublin are still there, and they're probably still the favourites, even though they've come back a bit, but. You know, a good run in Leinster. There's not really a whole lot else in Leinster when you look at it. They're relegated as well. Mead, as you said, they're you know have had their struggles. They've been up and down. So you look around Leinster. There's not really outside of Dublin a whole lot of fear. So you know, who knows how far Loud could go this summer? No, and the thing with, with, with even significant with Loud is um, it's a team that that supporters can get behind. Like they give you everything, and mm. they're they're not they're not like the they're not overconfident. They're, they work hard. They give you that work rate and. They flourish as well. They kick good points too when when they're on song, and and looking ahead to the championship, like oh, like Carlo and Navin, that that's that's very favourable draw. Like even even in terms of playing in Park Talton, like yeah, that's yeah. a nice trip. You can hopefully get the loud people behind them uh, to travel. Kildare, um, I think Kildare are very unlucky to get relegated from Division One. Like kicking twenty four points against Monaghan. I don't know whether we would kick twenty four points against Monaghan. Mm, yeah. Um, you know, but there is a fragility there with Kildare, and we've we've obviously exposed that in the past. We will we'll have a good record against them. And the thing about this group is also uh, under Gavin Devlin is they're studious. Like the lads are dr- are drilling them well, but they're, they're open to learning. Like they've learned on their feet and they've had to throughout this campaign. And you kind of get the feeling that they'll put the maximum amount of uh, study and work into cracking Carlo, and then. Uh, stepping up to Kildare because I'd say Mickey was a little bit aggrieved a little bit annoyed last year that despite a really good performance they didn't get that scalp of Offaly in the first round mm. and, and he'd want to make an impact in the championship it's like I know we, we've done well to get up the league and we'll probably get the development further when we play Division 2 football uh, for championship but it'd be really nice to do it now and, and find yourself in a Leinster semi-final I think there's an open draw then if yeah. we do be Kildare I'm, I'm, 
really getting ahead of myself now, David. <laughs> but, but like you said, there is hope there. Like, it's not this uh, Dublin overlord look yeah. or, with that black cloud hanging over the whole thing. And, like, we, we, we relish any challenge. And I think that's, that's the main thing about this bunch of players. Yeah, and it's just great, isn't it, to go into the championship with, with a little bit of hope as well, or with a lot of hope after that league campaign. Listen, Dan Bannon of Loudoun Proud, thanks so much for, for joining us and uh, looking back on what's been a brilliant league campaign for Loudoun. Hopefully, as you said there, a few more big wins to come in the summer. Thanks, David. LMFM Sunday Sport. Your sport, your station.